Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, let's go. I'm Mike Diggs, and this is me reading Wikipedia. What? All of it? Today, I thought I'd... Um depart slightly from the format of uh, reading a random Wikipedia article, and I'd read one about uh, something I know a little bit about, which is the TV show Trumpton, uh, famously made in the year of my birth, and uh, something I've uh, stolen, really, in recent years. Trumpton is a British stop-motion children's television series from the producers of Camberwick Green. First shown on the BBC from January to March 1967, it was the second series in the Trumptonshire trilogy, which comprised Camberwick Green, Trumpton and Chigley. Trumpton was narrated by Brian Cant, and animation was by Bob Burer, John Hardwick and Pasquale Ferrari. Scripts were by Alison Prince. I have an interesting story about Alison. Um, she uh, very sadly passed away, I think, last year. And uh, I was in contact with her daughter afterwards because um, Alison's house in Scotland uh, and the typewriter that she typed uh, Trumpton on was uh, going up for sale. And uh, interesting to make a connection like that. I think she thought that probably I'd be one of the only people interested <laughs> in uh, in buying it. Maybe I should have done. All other production details were identical to Camberwick Green. The story and structure of Trumpton. The action takes place in a fictional town of Trumpton, a short distance from the equally fictional village of Camberwick Green, the focus of the first series in the Trumptonshire trilogy. Each episode begins with a shot of Trumpton Town Hall clock. Here is the clock, the Trumpton clock, telling the time steadily, sensibly, never too quickly, never too slowly, telling the time for Trumpton. I could never do justice to Brian Kant's beautiful voice, um, but um, that's an evocative uh, opening sentence to uh, what's become, and always was, I guess, one of my favourite childhood TV shows. The townsfolk then appear, going about their daily business. The mayor, Mr Troop, the town clerk, Chippy Minton, the carpenter, and his apprentice son, Nibs, Mrs Cobbett, the florist, Miss Lovelace, the milliner, and her trio of Pekingese dogs, Mitzi, Daphne and Lulu. Mr Clamp, the greengrocer, Mr Munnings, the printer, and Mr Platt, the clockmaker. Although most of the characters and settings are new, the style of the programme follows the pattern established by Camberwick Green, which, from which a few characters make an appearance in Trumpton also, in which domestic problems are cheerfully resolved by the end of the show. 
leaving the last minute or so for the fire brigade to become the town band and play the episode out. The fire brigade is perhaps Trumpton's most recognised feature. Captain Flack's roll call was recited in all but one episode. I didn't know that actually. I'll have to find the episode where he doesn't actually do the roll call. Pew, pew, Barney McGrew, Cuthbert, Dibble, Grub. You can't help yourself but uh, want to sing the song afterwards. I'll spare you my singing voice. But uh, pew, pew, Barney McGrew, Cuthbert, Dibble, Grub. Many people uh, told me that I got it wrong when I said it was pew, pew. They were twins. And uh, uh, many people think that it's Hugh, pew, Barney McGrew, Cuthbert, Dibble, Grub. But it isn't. It's pew and pew. And they're twins. Puppeteer Gordon Murray has explained that Pew and Pew are twins. You must understand, not Hugh, Pew. In the episode Cuthbert's Morning Off, Cuthbert's name is omitted due to his absence. They are continually being called out. Okay, so it's Cuthbert's Morning Off, which is a a great episode, actually. I suggest you go and watch it. Um, So the roll call would have been Pew, Pew, Barney McGrew, Dibble, Grub. Interesting. I'll have to go and find that clip. They are continually being called out to attend some emergency or another, in many cases to resolve fairly trivial matters. But to Captain Flack's annoyance, never an actual fire. The main reason for this was the difficulty in animating fire, water or smoke. Although a naked flame was successfully animated in episode 8 for the abortive lighting of a bonfire. Nonetheless, after right men, action stations... The fire brigade often absent-mindedly deployed the fire hose and received a rebuke from Captain Flack. No, no, not the hose. Writer Gordon Murray has said that the communities of the series are representative of real locations, which are one and a half miles from each other in an equidistant triangle, but declined to name them for fear of the area becoming inundated with Trumpton tourists. I have to say, there is a story about where they... uh, where... Trumpton and uh, Camberwick Green and Chigley were based um, and it's uh, very near me and recently I took a uh, I had to go to the hospital and uh, I went to go and see the town of Plumpton um, and uh, took a picture of myself standing next to uh, the town sign I have to say Plumpton doesn't look anything like uh, Trumpton but it's in uh, Sussex Episode titles were given in the Radio Times but were not shown on screen. Episode 1 was The Bill Poster. Episode 2, Miss Lovelace and the Mayor's Hat. Episode That's the only one that I've seen where the Mayor doesn't have his hat on. Uh, I've watched all the episodes of Trumpton because originally when I started uh, uh, running a fictitious uh, Twitter account for um, Trumpton and the Mayor of Trumpton, Uh, I was taking stills from most of the pictures and creating satirical jokes. Or jokes, well, they were barely jokes. But I was creating um, stories out of those pictures. And uh, I had to go and watch all of the episodes. Uh, Mrs. Cobbett and the Ice Cream Man, which is my favourite. It's what started uh, the work I do with Trumpton Online. Uh, I'll explain that later. Miss Lovelace and the Statue. Mr. Platt and the Painter. The Mayor's Birthday. Telephones. The Rag and Bone Man, Episode 9, The Window Cleaner, Episode 10, Cuthbert's Morning Off, the one that we need to go and watch, uh, Episode 11, The Plumber, Episode 12, Pigeons, 
Episode 13, The Greenhouse. Characters. Unusually, Trumpton Fire Brigade has two theme songs. The first, commencing with the famous roll call of firemen's names, accompanies every turnout of the brigade. The second, ending every episode, forms the habitual tune played by the brigade at the Thursday band concerts. The fire brigade appears in every episode. Captain Flack always has a speaking part, as do Fireman Grubb in episode 1 and Fireman Cuthbert in episode 10. In episode 4, the mayor states, I can't think what Trumpton would do without its fire brigade. Quite right. There's Captain Flack, who's the fire brigade's commander. There's Fireman Pew, half of the Pew twins. There's Fireman Pew, who's the other half of the Pew twins. There's Fireman Barney McGrew. He got both names, but I think that was just for alliteration. Fireman Barney McGrew, the elderly driver of the fire engines, whose eyes are always closed. Fireman Cuthbert, the AWP operator. His theme song is I Like the Robin's Merry Song. Uh, an AWP, in case you don't know, is an aerial work platform, also known as an aerial device. So it's the um, uh, the uh, platform that uh, Cuthbert often uh, is lifted up on to rescue a pigeon. And then there's Fireman Dibble and Fireman Grub. The Corporation. The Mayor. Unlike the other characters, his name is never revealed. He appears in the opening titles and in every episode except number one. Mr Troop. Now that's interesting because I'd always assumed that his name was Mr Mayor and therefore he had a sense of entitlement to become the Mayor. Uh, and members of the Mayor family um, were always the Mayor. But no, it looks like democracy was in action and while he was the Mayor, he was called the Mayor. I always wanted to make an episode of Trumpton where the mayor ran for election and lost, possibly to uh, uh, Mr Philby. Then there's Mr Troop, the town clerk. He and the mayor share the theme song, Fire Brigade Road Repairs Library. He appears in 10 episodes. Mr Bolt, the borough engineer. The only unseen character, he appears via telephone in two episodes. Mr Philby. Now there's a thing that I didn't actually know. I've watched the telephone episode, but Mr Bolt, the borough engineer, there's, there should be a backstory for him created at some point. I could probably do that. Mr Philby, the mayoral driver. Mayoral. I can't say some of the words I read on here. The mayoral. 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 We'll go with that. The mayoral driver in his smart chauffeur's uniform. He appears in eight episodes. Mr Craddock, the park keeper. His theme song is Silver Paper, Toffee Paper, Dirty Piece of Cardboard. Classic lyrics. He appears in eight episodes also. Then there's the townspeople. Mr Chippy Minton, the carpenter. His theme song is I Like My Job as a Carpenter. He appears in every episode. Mrs Dora Minton, Chippy's wife. She appears in five episodes. Nibs Minton, Chippy and Dora's son. He works as his father's apprentice and appears in every episode. He apparently has at least one sibling because his mother refers to her and Chippy's children in episode 8. However, the siblings never appear. Mr Munnings, the printer. His theme song is I Line Up All the Letters. He appears in the opening titles and in the storyline of 11 episodes. Miss Lovelace, the hat maker. Her shop front uses the more formal title, Milliner. 
Her theme song is A Hat for a Young Girl. She appears in the opening titles and in the storyline of 11 episodes. She is usually accompanied by her three Pekingese dogs, Mitzi, Daphne and Lulu. Mr Clamp, the greengrocer. His shop is J Clamp and Son, though his son is never to be seen, unless of course Mr Clamp is himself the son and his father is not with us. His theme song is Come By My Vegetables. He appears in the opening titles and in the storylines of nine episodes. Mrs Cobbett, the flower seller. Her theme song is Roses, Roses, Buy My Red Roses. She appears in the opening titles and then in the storyline of every episode. In episode three, it is revealed that she has not missed a day's work in the town square for 40 years except on Sundays. Interesting, he, um, when it says Sundays, there's no church in Trumpton. Um, but they obviously do uh, uh, something on a Sunday. I don't know what. Mr Platt, the clockmaker. His theme song is Clocks Are Like People. Of course they are. He appears in every episode, though, unseen behind his door in episode 9. He keeps racing pigeons, which feature in episode 12, which is um, fortunately called Pigeons. Um, so let's just find... I shouldn't have scrolled up there because now I'm, I'm lost. Mr Platt, the clockmaker. Police Constable Potter. Trumpton's policeman. He appears in the opening titles and in the closing bandstand scene in every episode and also in the storyline of five episodes. In episode nine, he is equipped with a police motorcycle like his colleague PC McGarry, who patrols Camberwick Green. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now there's something I've just learned. I didn't. I thought PC McGarry was the only policeman in the Trumptonshire trilogy, and I thought he covered all three areas. But no, PC McGarry is from Camberwick Green, and Police Constable Potter is the Trumpton policeman. Mr. Robinson, the window cleaner. His theme song is "It Is Hard to See Out." He appears in five episodes, though only in the background scenes of episodes one, two, four, and six, and he stars in episode nine. 
Mr. Tony Antonio, the ice cream seller. His theme song is Tingaling, Tingalingalingaling. Here's the ice cream van. He appears in the closing bandstand scene of every episode, but also in the storyline of episodes three and six. Um, in one of the episodes, the townsfolk try to get Mr. Tony Antonio moved along, which is actually what inspired me to turn the mayor into a UKIP mayor. Mr. Nick Fisher, the bill sticker. His theme song is Pasting Up Posters, Sticking Up the Bills. He appears in two episodes. Mr. Walter Harkin, the painter and decorator. His firm is named Harkin Brothers, though his brother is never seen. His theme song is People Will Ask Me Which Colour to Use. He appears in the closing bandstand scene of every episode. He also had a minor appearance in episode two and a starring role in episode five. Mr. Wilkins, the plumber. His song is Hot Water Heater Takes Too Long to Heat. He appears in only one episode, which is probably why the lyrics of his song are a bit lame. Mr. Wantage, the telephone engineer. His theme song is Ring Ring, I Work for the Post Office Telephones. He appears in only one episode. Fred, the telephone engineer. He is the assistant to Mr. Wantage and likewise only appears in the one episode, luckily entitled Telephones. Raggy Dan, the rag and bone man. His theme song is Rags, Bottles and Bones, I Cry. He appears in only one episode of Trumpton. There are some visitors to Trumpton as well. Auntie, the aunt of Fireman Cuthbert. She appears in only one episode, which would be Cuthbert's morning off, I imagine. And the artist, he visits Trumpton to paint, appearing in only one episode. And I think that's the mayor's birthday. Visitors from Camberwick Green. As Camberwick Green is only two miles away from Trumpton, it's not surprising that many of the familiar Camberwick Green characters make an appearance in the show. Mr Crockett, the garage owner, he appears with his son in episode one watching the band concert and he has a starring role in episode four. Mr Jonathan Bell, Farmer Bell, regularly visits Trumpton. He may be seen in the background shots of several episodes and he is also in the closing crown scene at the band concert. Mr Thomas Tripp, the milkman, he appears in the opening titles but in the closing bandstand scene and in the closing bandstand scene but he has no part in any of the episode storylines. Mr. Roger Varley, the chimney sweep, he appears in three episodes, attending band concerts, but he has no part in the story. And Mrs. Honeyman, she appears in the background of episodes one and two. In 2011, BBC Studios and post-production digitally restored all 39 episodes of the Trumpton Shear trilogy, Camberwick Green, Trumpton and Chigley, after William Mollett, son-in-law of the creator Gordon Murray, found some original footage in the attic. He then approached the BBC to see if he, it, it could track down the missing 40-year-old original footage, which was eventually traced to the BBC Broadcast Archive. But it soon became very clear that its age meant that restoration would be difficult and delicate. Murray and Mollett enlisted the expertise of BBC Studios and post-production, which cleaned, scanned and digitally restored the film footage frame by frame. Appearances in popular culture in 1986, the English indie band Half Man, Half Biscuit released an EP record, The Trumpton Riots, whose title track describes an insurrection on the streets of Trumpton. In 1987, a sketch named Trumpton Raid appeared on a Last Smith & Jones series. Four, sorry, series four. Smith is a newsreader on the telephone to Jones as Mike Airy, live from Trumpton reporting on an early morning raid by American F-111 aircraft on Trumpton. Must find that clip. 
In the UK in the early 1990s, there were several dance music tracks based on children's TV programmes or short educational films. The Prodigy released a track, Charlie, in 1991, which was then promptly followed in 1992 by Sesame Street, by the Smarties, and A Trip to Trumpton by Urban Hype, which was based on the original Trumpton music by Freddie Phillips, with heavy use of Trumpton samples. Aired 28, 20th of April 2007, in the second episode of season four, Conference, Peep Show's Alan Johnson addresses the Project Zeus team and rhetorically posits as to whether the inventors of Google sat around watching Trumpton. At the 2007 Edinburgh Fringe, Phil Jupitus and Brian Camp presented Trumptonshire Tales. The format consisted of Jupitus interviewing Kant and introducing clips from the show. In 2009, Chippy Minton appeared in the official BBC Children in Need medley music video. He appears at the end of the video and is told they have just finished. Miss Lovelace and Wendy Miller also appear in the video. In its explanation of the fiscal multiplier, the BBC radio programme more or less used the Trumpton economy as a model. Notably, firefighter Dibble was laid off due to a financial crisis in 2011. In September 2014, a spoof Twitter account Trumpton UKIP was created to parody the accounts of UKIP branches. Initially, the account received little notice. However, several weeks later, during a period when the party had been warning members to be aware of possible fake accounts designed to discredit them, UKIP MEP David Coburn encouraged his own Twitter followers to report the spoof account as fake, leading to widespread media coverage. Now, obviously, I know a little bit about that, and I am always very grateful to David Coburn for um, what he did for... Um, my uh, my Trumpton Twitter account. It's always nice to read something about yourself in Wikipedia. I'm sure that they should have mentioned my name there at some point. The music video for Radiohead's 2016 single Burn the Witch is an animation in the style of Bob Bura and John Hardwick, which crosses Trumpton and the Wicker Man. Great video, actually. Worth watching. In December 2016, after Donald Trump won the US presidential election, the Huffington Post created a parody video imagining what Trumpton would be like with Trump as the mayor, which um, I made with my friend Will uh, and um, David. Original scenes were reused and dubbed with an imitation of Kant narrating satirical lines instead. The famous opening lines are changed to, here is the clock, the Trumpton clock, telling the time, time to make Trumpton great again, yes. It's time to drain the swamp. The video satirises various controversies of Trump's election campaign, such as proposals to bar entry to Muslims and to build a border wall with Mexico, figuratively represented by Chigley, allegations of sexual assaults on women and the admiration for President Vladimir Putin. In 1984, 17 years after the broadcast on the BBC in 1967, Longman Video released eight episodes on video as part of its children's treasury collection, which I actually own. There are two releases, each containing four episodes. So the credits for The Trumpton Show. The music was by the great Freddie Phillips. The narrator was Brian Kant. Script, Alison Prince. Sets, Andrew and Margaret Brownfoot. Animation, Bob Brewer, John Hardwick. Assisted by Colin Large, Lisa Palace, Pasquale Ferrari. Devised and produced by Gordon Murray Puppets Limited in 1967. So there you go. That's um, the Wikipedia entry about Trumpton um, and um, one that uh, I'm very proud to be mentioned in. Um, 
I look forward to seeing you for the next episode of Mike Reads Wikipedia so you don't have to. Um, thank you very much for listening to these. I'm not sure if they're um, interesting, but they're certainly a creative challenge for me every day. And uh, I'm very glad to have you along for this little journey. Um, please leave a comment underneath or share this with your friends um, or, or just subscribe. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.